Yeah, baby. We're starting the podcast right now. We're back. You know what, dude? Live. Welcome, everybody, to the show. YKW. I started a social media podcast. <laughs> the fact. The YKW Dude Podcast. YKWD is back again. Old school. Back in the day. Where it all started. Before them all. YKW. This podcast is so fun and crazy. It has no rules. Shut up. You're ruining this. First of all, damn it, man. Sorry, it's a comedy podcast. This isn't NPR. That's what this podcast does. Is there any better show? This is the original. Original. Bobby, I can't unmute you. You gotta unmute yourself. Unmute yourself. I know. Hey, muted. We are the fucking dudes. We are the fucking dudes. We're all dudes. If you're here, you're a dude. We are the fucking dudes. You know what, dude? Got a great guest tonight. Of course, my motherfucking partner in crime, my uh, seven to eight o'clock number one best friend who's got the COVID. Who's got the COVID? Yeah, Gab. You have it? Yeah. I do. I'm in the family now. Do you have antibodies or you currently have it? I currently have it. How do you feel? Fine. Really? I have no symptoms whatsoever. I'm a little stuffy. That's in my nose. That's, that's it. That's a symptom. Fuck. I, I have a half a symptom. Does everyone have, have it? All, he has all the pre-existing conditions, too. Sexy. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> Balding. That's, that's <laughs> also that's <laughs> yeah, so they said that um I have to leave here for two weeks and I think that the smart place would be at your dad's house. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just gonna hang out there and drink with him for a couple of weeks and it should be fine. You probably should at this point. They're fully having people over. No one cares well, in New Jersey. Nobody cares her either. Feeney's in New Smyrna. He said he hadn't seen one person with a with the mask on anywhere. In Atlanta, the clubs are full and no one's wearing a mask. And everybody's yeah. going to get it. Yeah, and the and the cops are still shooting people. They don't give a fuck in Atlanta. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I feel fine. I, so, guy that works for me got he got it. So as soon as I found out he was positive, we all went and got tested. And they called me in two days and they said I tested positive. Spaniato so, got it. The Spanish lover got the AIDS. Little shit bag got us all sick. <laughs> then we found out Gio has it. One of the other guys on my show. So, nice. Well, so now I'm just riding out, but I feel fine. My doctor said at this point I should be really sick, but I'm not. So, and I got to go back Friday and get retested. Sick in the head, baby. <laughs> oh, come on, sick. Up for this show. I knew this show was funny. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. the Patreon's filling up tonight, baby. The Patreon uh, is filling up tonight. Am I lying, Mush? You're not lying. And so to the Patreon, I need to tell you guys I had it on private for the first 20 seconds. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be the Mush if you did things right. Well, we have a new way of doing things now so that on Saturday if, or for any time, if our stream gets taken down, uh, we can relaunch it without having to wait till it ends. So. Okay. So, yeah. Everybody inside the chat, what the fuck, Bobby? It's what the fuck, Mush. Okay, <laughs> it's always what the fuck, Mush. It's I'm talent. <laughs> 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 so 
So yeah. uh, I got to be honest, Mike, you sound fucking fucked up. You sound, you sound sick. sick. You sound well, worse. You want to know the truth is that I fell asleep watching TV a couple minutes ago, like around 530. And then when I fell asleep, I had just eaten dinner. So I had like a little little reflux. So I was coughing right before the show started. That's it. Do you want to know what I, I was doing right before the show started? Oh, in my mind, out. I know what you were doing. Having sex. Were you really? Having sex right before I logged on. With both those yeah. fingers? Up with all of this. Great timing. Oh, talking about sex. There he is. Uh, you can't you hear you. Oh, it's the worst. We unmute you, baby. There you are. Am I good now? now? Yeah. We got, we got Brett Ernst. My old L.A. friend, the man who took me to, I believe, Raw. Yeah, we did. We went to the wrestling thing. He took me to wrestling, got me. I saw the first time I saw The Rock live. That was a good uh, night, was, man. That was a good night. Fucking great night. <laughs> and then we never saw each other again till today. <laughs> yeah, it's been 40 years now, right? It's been, <laughs> it's been a long time. Of course, you know, Gabby. Mush Mike in the corner and the King Calta, Mike Calta. What's up, the, Mike? Uh, oh, hey, buddy. Calta show, right. Mike Calta show. You know Mike, right? Yeah, I think, I think we First met before. Yeah, 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 you've been on the show before. Yeah. Um, well, dude, what's up? Now, first of all, are you in a hotel or is that your apartment looks so neat? I'm actually down in uh, Boca. Uh, I'm at my mother's condo right now. Ooh. <laughs> it doesn't get any more New York than that. Your mother has a condo in Boca. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've been down here, man. And then uh, I'm actually heading to Tampa next weekend. Oh, really? Side splitters. Yeah, man. You you all excited about Brady coming or what? So excited. Today was the first day we got to see him in uniform. I put the picture on my Instagram with little hearts. I'm very excited. All right, good. Yeah. Uh, Bobby's sad. sad. Are you crying? (laughs) Are you fucking crying, you fucking little baby? It'll be all right, Bobby. Quick, who's your backup? Thank you. Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only backup. Hey, Bobby, let me ask you this as a Pats fan, all right? Because I know you guys have already immortalized you know, well, Brady. Wait, can I say something to you? Are you, a, are you a fucking Tampa fan? No, not at all, man. I'm, I'm a fan you? of the spread. <laughs> 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 so but you're a fan. Yeah, but but if I root for a team, I, I have been since I was seven a Dallas Cowboy fan. Well, I, I don't understand this fucking Dallas. I mean, I don't get this. Uh, Norton's a Cowboy fan. Keith Robbins is a Cowboy fan. Everybody's a Cowboy fan. Why? What what happened? That that like in that generation, why all you guys are Cowboy fans? Well, they didn't win shit when I was a kid, man. In the eighties, we didn't win anything. We were awful. <laughs> Yeah. But, but, but was it the cheerleaders? Was it your dad? How did you become a cowboy fan? I mean, it's in an, an abbreviated story. It was kind of my dad. So, you know, when I was a kid, the Cowboys were always on TV. And, my, you know, my real father was like, come on, always rooting for him. Then shit happens. They went their separate ways. Right. And then when we lost to the Niners the first time, I called him crying. I'm like, because I thought he was a cowboy fan. I'm a cowboy fan. That'll be our thing. So I called him up. I'm like, hey, dad, you know, we just lost, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, that's great. Put your mother on. Uh, But then he he was always going, why you always tell me about the Cowboys? And I thought he was a fan, but he was just a gambler. (laughs) And I'm dead serious. And I had put so much into the Cowboys for like that to be our thing. 
that I just oh. stuck with them, and they've been my team ever since. I wish I was a therapist. I'd be like, Brett, this is why you have so many problems. Well, so I, I got the degenerate gene, man. <laughs> I absolutely do. <laughs> Brett, that fucking brain, that is this, that is literally one of the saddest fucking stories I've ever heard. True story. It's not sad. It's funny. Whatever. Dude, let me tell you something. Now, maybe it's sad to me because I can relate because I had a story. I remember when I was young. And my mother, I was like, I, my mother was married to this piece of shit. And I was like, I'm going to live with my real father. I'm going to go call him. And she went, go ahead. She, uh, <laughs> she handed me the phone because she knew he was going to tell me to go fuck myself. And sure enough, he told me to go fuck myself. And little Bobby had to go up to his beanbag and be by himself for a couple <laughs> more years. <laughs> wow. Where would you grow up? Uh, I grew up a lot, mostly uh, South Florida, but I was born in Jersey and I went to middle school in New Jersey. Started Where? high school down here. Uh, Passaic, Patterson, that area. Because mm. that, that, that was. Say, say what? You're a Florida guy? South Florida, yeah. I went to high school down here. I thought you were a fucking New York guy. I'm Jersey all day, man. I was born and raised in Jersey, but I went to high school down here. Huh. Yeah, sorry to disappoint you, Bob. <laughs> I mean, you disappoint me all over. I thought your dad was still around. I thought you were fucking from Jersey or New York. You're a fucking Florida boy, and you're just a degenerate gambler with a sad story. Next, <laughs> next thing you find out, his eyebrows aren't real. Then you'll be oh, really those are real. Those yeah. are real, real. They actually have its own podcast. They're about to do after this. <laughs> uh, I was just curious because that was a thing with us. Uh, Half of us were Cowboys fans as kids and the other half were Steelers fans. But I think that was, I'm probably older than you. So that was just because they were the two teams, you know, but I, I was such, I was such a fag when I was a kid. I only liked the Steelers because of the colors. I went on and got a black and yellow BMX. It was just, that was all. I didn't even watch. The- and it really? God bless you. Yeah. Thank you. Salute. Uh, that's just him, by the way. He He's doesn't have to- Chizu. Chizu. Salute. That's uh, something. God bless. God bless. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, are you are you are you not married? Are you married? I'm divorced, but I was married. Yes, I remember you were married. You had a wife. What happened with that? If you don't mind me asking. Eh, shit. Comedy. Shit just happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you like that one, Mike? I relate to that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, just shit falls apart, man. I mean, How you know, long are we married? I was I was with her almost ten years, but uh, we were married about six. Is it because you were because you're too handsome out on the road, girls? Nah, none of that, man. It was just you know, yeah. I'll be honest with you. She, we we didn't even use lawyers, man. We just pretty applicable, you know. It just was one of those things, you know. It's life. Uh, uh, what forward. do you say, Bob? You want to shit on that or what? <laughs> well, I'm just. I mean. I don't know. I I mean, you're fully disappointing me here. I mean, I had what would you, you want from me? What do you want me to be happily on. married in a in a fucking uh, I, Boston I Celtics fan? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I wanted you to be a Giants or Jets fan. Secondly, I thought you were from New York, like now, but you're claiming some type of South Florida shit. And then I thought you were married, maybe you know, still with the girl, because I remember how happy you were together back in the day. And I, you know, I thought, and, and now, I mean, you, your dad's not around. I thought, yeah, I at least thought your dad was, I mean, gee, you, I had you, I, it's my fault. I admit it. I, I had you in a thing, but you're over here now. Just go talk oh. to Verzi if you want that, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I had you as a, like a Verzi. 
But you, nah, you've man. been. I grew up <laughs> pretty fucked up, man. My father took his life when I was ten. Oh my fucking! God. You want some more, Bob, or what? You want more? <laughs> you know why? It's because you kept bugging him about the Cowboys. <laughs> what? Fuck, Mike! How great would that be if I took my life right now? Go to Instagram live. Your ratings will go follow. through the roof. We never book just, another LA comic. I'm just saying that it would look great on that wall, that white, that that white door back there with it's the gray. A closet, uh, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's a door. What? That's that? a door. That's yeah. the closet. That's the door. But so you talk about this door? There's a door on the closet, Brett. Okay. I'm sorry. I mean, what the fuck? I didn't know you're gonna get that technical. There's a door. I, I'm sorry, door. I disappointed you, Bob. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you thought I was. I don't know. You know, even if you haven't seen my act, that's what it is. Hey, you know, I wouldn't watch time, it either. What's that? Well, I, you, I the last time I saw you perform was at, uh, I believe, uh, the Laugh Factory in L.A. or something like that, wasn't it? Or was or it Vegas Long, or Long Beach? I think we were hanging out in Long, Long Beach. Beach. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think we got a drink or something. We caught up afterwards. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, Mike, have you ever seen Brett? Yes. I mean, I have fucking just a sledgehammer. Yeah. yeah. So he reminds me of a, he reminds me of a Boston guy because he just fucking attacks the crowd, just attacks them, and doesn't. Brett's, Brett's also one of those guys that all the. He can Mark Marin now sitting down on the stool just telling stories. I don't fucking know. I mean, I thought I knew him. <laughs> <laughs> got a puppet now. <laughs> yeah, he got a, he he got a, a fucking marionette now. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. I'm speaking out of turn. I thought. <laughs> did, you get, did you book the right guy? Were you thinking of somebody else? No. <laughs> no he went to wrestling. He had a wife. He was from New York. Now he's South Can Florida. we just say Jersey, man? I grew up in North Jersey. Not New York, New Jersey. What part? All right, sorry, I apologize. Patterson, Patterson, Passaic, Passaic, Patterson, that area, Clifton. Oh, That's the thing with Jersey. Everybody names fucking eight towns that they're around the one where they're from. So you, <laughs> so you know exactly where we're at. <laughs> you know, my whole family's from up there: Jersey City, Hoboken, uh, Teaneck, Richfield Park. How you doing? How you doing? You're so right. If any time my grandmother's in South Jersey and somebody says where, I'd go Bricktown, like the Toms River, and I just start naming other fucking. You name eighty towns <laughs> around it, so people. You know. never say the actual town. You just go all of the yeah. towns around it. That's so hilarious, well, Bobby. Did we go out? No, wait. I don't know because maybe because you thought it was from New York. I think we went out. I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive. Oh, I remember us hanging out in my uh, Canada one time. We were up there. And then um, I, I think because I was in the city one time, we went out. And maybe you thought yeah. because I have a lot of family and friends there. I don't know. Yeah, there's something. I just always pictured you. Maybe I just never. Maybe we just never sat down. We need to talk more. I think we need to talk more. Well, that's why we, I'm here, Bob. <laughs> you reached out to me. I didn't reach out to you. I, I yeah, but I mean, I I just fucked up. I didn't. I mean, Jesus Christ. I you know. But I'm. Are you happy now? Are you better without the wife? You don't have no kids, right? No kids, man. No kids. Um, okay. You know, listen, listen, man. It, I'm one of those like uh, stoics. You know, I just whatever it is, it is. It's, I'm indifferent to it. <clears throat> you know, I, I, I did I want to get a divorce in the beginning? Not really. But then when I'm away from it, I'm like, you know, it's it's very liberating not to have someone else's happiness as your responsibility. You know what I mean? Oh, it's just me. So it sounds great. Yeah, yeah, it is. 
<laughs> yeah. I, Mike, we should dump our wives and go move with Brett and his mom. Oh, <laughs> well, actually, I'm getting my place in Vegas, so we'll, we'll, it'll be out there. I got plenty of room for you if you want to come. Can you out. imagine what the kind of place the three of us could buy together? Holy shit! It's fucking great. I'll tell you, there'll be a lot of cooking going on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> out of eating. I tell you, if 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 we really dumped our wives, Mike, right now, yeah, just you know, just said fuck it. Here's a check. We go. We all get a house in Vegas, maybe next to Dana White. What do you think? I mean, there's plenty of plenty of places to live out there. Holy shit. We I mean, honestly, we can we can go from you can go from a million dollar house to a four million dollar house between the three of us. And then we go right. Then we go right and get a residency at a fucking casino somewhere. The three of us. Right. Oh, you go. I'll do security for the two of you. No, you'll do. Oh, wait a minute. You can do stand up. I don't want to. I don't want to shit on your plans. But the only thing that sucks about living next door to Dana White, it's like if he has a party, we can't go over and tell him to keep it down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> everybody, everybody in the house will beat the fuck out of all of us. <laughs> all right, maybe we we move next to like Elon Musk. Doesn't Elon Musk Let's have do a house? Top. Carrot Top's got a nice Carrot house, top. and yes. we can take him out. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, three of us all day. Yeah. That'd be embarrassing oh. if we got fucking beat up by Carrot Top and then he blew us. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty Jack now. Yeah, he's he. I I actually follow him on Instagram, and uh, he's he's fucking out of his mind. What a year! Yeah. I've, I've never met him. I heard he's a pretty cool dude, man. Pretty nice guy, you know. Yeah, Mike very nice him. guy, but he's weird as fuck. Why? Because he has tattooed eyeliner on. And he's got all that weird plastic surgery. And then he worked out like a motherfucker. Like if he didn't look strange enough before. Yeah. Oh, that's an old pick. But yeah. that's, you know, that's before the plastic surgery, but that's good yeah. enough for me. Yeah. Go to Instagram. If you see Instagram his Instagram, he's got, uh, I'm pretty sure he's got a wig too. I, he's I fucking yoked though. He's pretty he's jacked. Fucking, he is jacked. He's a fucking, he's got this little boat. He's actually lives on Florida. Uh, you two. He's near you guys. Is he really? He's down there now. You should hook up. Outside Orlando is where he lives, I think. <laughs> yeah, get a nice. If there's any real estate around his neighborhood in Vegas, <laughs> <laughs> get a couple fucking uh, rainbow headbands and uh, <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's a strong look. Does he have right hoops there. on? <laughs> fucking yeah. Tiger King. Yeah, dude. I don't know what's going on with but the. I don't shouldn't know he have a? Shouldn't he have a red mustache right there or what? Yeah, it should be red. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm telling you, brother. I think the that curtains thing- don't match the drapes or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, I think that comes right off like Diana Ross. <laughs> is he transitioning? Is this is this his foray into a dress? I don't know. I think he is definitely. I think he's uh, gay. I think he's into men. I see. You're that's the first I've heard of that. Last time I saw him, he was leaving a club with two girls. That was a long time ago. He may have had so much sex over the years, and now he's gay. I don't know how that works. By the way, Eric from Vasani says, what's up? He just what's texted up? me. And said, Are you playing up? there? Uh, I, I was just there before the COVID thing, so nah. I'm just at Side Splitters next weekend. Yeah, so what sucks is is that uh, – so I just found out I got COVID. So I, I, You'll I, be I, fine. I beat it twice. You're good. Yeah, twice. Uh, I feel fine. So, uh, but the thing is, is that even when we were back in the studio, we couldn't have guests in the studio. So it fucking sucks. We're missing out on all these great comedians, especially side splitters really came out of the gay kicking this year and we're getting fucked on everything now. I, I like what they did over there, man. You know, the whole thing has changed since that kid, to, uh, the, the kid Brian took over. Yeah. yeah beat, you know, he's a yeah. good dude. They finally took the futon off the stage, which was just ridiculous. 
and the bookshelf with uh, all the horseshit. <laughs> in the book. I mean, it's like, why is this here? Why? Why is this here? It used to bug me to no end. No, like, what the fuck? Why is there a living room on the stage <laughs> and a globe? Yeah, yeah, what are you trying to Did you re- recreate a sitcom or something on stage? <laughs> it's awful. It was awful. It, but it is a kill room. It's a fucking kill room. Low ceilings. Everybody is fucking, you know, triangled right towards that corner. And it's just a kill box. When you get that room going, it's it's fucking over. And then you got to, the best part is when you murder in that room, you got to walk through the, and they're right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it is. Fucked up. Me. Yeah. It's, well, it's, I mean, yeah. it is different. It was a little different when Bobby owned it as opposed to this kid. So, you know, yeah, I like Bobby though. I like yeah. him. He's a, he, he was, I mean, he just, if you, we guys like us could get along with him because yes. he was, you know what I mean? But there are certain people like that. There are certain types of comics or people that can't. And I never understood that. That's what I yeah. hated about LA. Like I've never met, I've never met men that were offended. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've met yeah. men that would like, you know, get, be mad and be like, don't be fucking disrespectful. But you know what I mean? Like guys that would be quiet and not say anything until you're away from somebody going, I didn't, I didn't like what he said. Like that type of shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's called passive aggressive. Is that the term? Of, I think so. I think somebody who comes away from something and, Cause I've had a couple of people, you, you like that guy. And I'm like, he's harmless. He's yeah. just an old school Buford T justice. He's a, he's an old school bar club owner. You know, you just got to take it with a grain of salt. He said a couple things here and then you tell him to go fuck himself. He'll be like, well, all right then. And uh, I think it's regional though, too, man. I don't know if it's generational or just regional, but it, it, people in the Northeastern area that are from there, grew up there family, you know, with that edge to it. Yeah. I just think that we communicate better. It's there's not a lot of uh, you don't you're not trying. I don't have to. I'm not going to send you mixed signals. Yes. You know, it's just easier to talk. <clears throat> it also comes with age. You get to a certain point. You're like, I'm not fucking around anymore. Tell everybody the way you feel about everything. I mean, we suck at dinner parties, but other than that, mm-hmm. <laughs> it really is. Um, I remember being in L.A. and I would just confront people all the time. And I was like, why wouldn't I say fuck you or why wouldn't i say dude i met you three times stop pretending like you haven't met me <laughs> if, I, if i know you you know me and we keep doing this dance every fucking you know what i mean and be like oh my like i would somehow be the person that's wrong for saying that like oh my do you believe what he just said i pretended like i didn't know him again and he called me out on in front of everybody how rude is you know that type of shit i had to get the fuck out of there because of that yeah, it was. It could. It could get a little. Uh, I mean, that now it's no different. Now, I, when last time I was in New York, I'm meeting some of those types of people. It's a different scene now, to me. In New York, at least. yeah, I think they're both kind of the same now. A little bit. Maybe the internet brought it. Brought everybody together. I don't know. Well, I think. Uh, I think. Uh, I think there's fame, and then there's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. Yeah. I th- are you eating a fucking peach? No, nah, man, it's a racquetball. Oh, you really are a goomba. Who, what are you, <laughs> you don't even know, man. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, look, I'm wearing a JR's Bar and Grill Seaside Heights shirt on. How, who's better oh, than me? Oh, my God. <laughs> How about Gavin, this? This is for you. I just got this from my mother. 
Red, red, white, and green rosary beads. <laughs> you know what I want to know? What did your, your mother cook for dinner tonight? Believe it or not, I, I went out. We went out tonight. Oh, fuck. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's something could cook. Any, I can have it. You guys hungry? I could have it whip something up. <laughs> hey, Carol. No. Is her name Carol? Yeah. <clears throat> Why does it always make me laugh when guys call their moms by their first name? Hey, Carol. Kathy, <laughs> come here for a sec. <laughs> I actually uh, just stayed down here because of the COVID shit for her and was handling some things. And, you know, yeah. It's, I mean, dude, I, I was in a fight. I did actually, no no jokes. I did have it in uh, a lot of, I got tested. I got tested negative. But when I got, I had this flu in November that was fucking awful for like almost two, two and a half weeks. And I never get sick. And they told me it was some kind of bron- uh, bronchial virus. But they, when I went and they just gave me a pack, and I was still sick after that. I couldn't taste food and shit. So uh, I'm assuming I had it, but who knows? Whatever. Well, I'm going to find out if I had it in fucking three days. If Mike, cause I was down hanging with Mike. And uh, so well, don't they say eventually we're all going to get it. Right. Yeah. Like if, if I have it now and I skate through like this with no symptoms, I'll be happy. Cause once you get it and it's gone, you're set. I'm going to start traveling. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want now. Well, I think your blood can save lives. Yeah, it's probably true. His blood could also make a gravy. <laughs> also true. I'm going to tell ladies all my uh, bodily fluids will heal anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, so Brett, I, uh, I, I know that you, you, you're, you were in L.A. for a long time. I guess you were married. Now, are you done with L.A.? Are you, are you moving out? Are you moving to Vegas? You got a well, resident? I, I, I bought a house. Place? I bought a house in Ohio. I was living in Ohio for a minute. And then I. Why? Uh, what, what was that about? Uh, it was with the wife, you know, trying to. We were going to start a family and shit like that. And then it just. Uh, I don't know, man. Then, then I, I got rid of the house and I was in between. And then, you know, took care of some of the, the loose ends. And now I'm looking at places in Vegas. You killed her? You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> actually, took- actually, not even close. She she would have killed me. She could have killed me and she didn't. <laughs> Jersey chick? No, Ohio. Ohio girl, Midwest. Uh, she'll fucking strangle you. She arm wrestle you and win? No, nah, nah. <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll bake me to death. So, so, so Dude, you know, it's crazy you, when I moved out there in Ohio, yeah. I, I lived in LA over 20 something years, everywhere I lived. I didn't know my neighbors, nothing in the building I lived in. Yeah. I mean, the whole neighborhood came over with, with stuff. They're, they're just so really nice out there, man. You know, yeah. it's, it's different. It's a I different, was the biggest scumbag on my block. Like I was the one that was like polluting the neighborhood. How were you polluting the neighborhood? Well, you, you, you mix them with kids that are like, like there's like the Ohio 31 and then there's the fucking LA, New York 31. The Ohio 31 has a, a 401k, a home, you know what I mean? <laughs> Families. And then there's the LA, New York 31 that's or fucking still working at the coffee shop. You know right, what I mean? Right. No yeah, responsibility. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, dreams. these kids these kids talk differently. Like when I was their age, like none of them have ever been in a holding cell. You know what I mean? They're just normal people. 
<laughs> so, you know, it was a little different, but they're good, good people, man. Good people. I look back at that and I think about that. I have a 13 year old son and he, he never had to go through any of the things that I did. He's never been in a holding cell or any of that stuff. And I wonder if that's going to be good or bad. I want, I like, I wonder when he gets older, cause I feel like I can handle anything, but he's never had to handle a fucking thing in his life. So I wonder how that's going to pan out when he's older. He's going to have to handle shit. And when he's eight, when he's 18, he's going to have to handle shit. When he moves away, he's going to handle shit. He's going to go through it when he should go through it. We went through it at fucking 10. Yeah. That's not when you're supposed to go through it. It's you're not, not supposed to go through it at fucking 10, 11, 12. You're supposed to have, you know, family that loves you and supports you. And you're supposed to be doing fun shit. Um, our generation, I think, you know, the, the, from the seventies, eighties and nineties, Gen X, the Gen Xs, we had no parents. Yeah. We had no parents. We were moving into technology fast. Sex was everywhere. All yeah. our movies had fucking rapes and date rapes and fucking, you know, it was all about coming and fucking and drinking. And no, partying. you're right, dude. America wasn't even childproof. You know, the, the theory yeah. behind it is that like the, our parents, which were the boomers, they, they went outside, they played outside, they came home when the lights came on. So yeah. we were raised that way too, except the outside wasn't the same outside. Like where I lived in, there was crack fucking, <laughs> there was a guy that lived down the street. used to jerk off in front of the kids. You were just, <laughs> and you were just told, don't go that way. You know Billy, I mean? the, Billy the jerker <laughs> lives down there. If, yeah, yeah. if you go down the block, that's your fault. You know? <laughs> 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 fucking did he, did the guy have little hands like this? <laughs> and did he have a speech impediment? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm yeah, just saying it was a different outside, man. And then we, no. we all, like I patterned, I wanted to pattern my marriage off of what my grandparents had, not what my parents had, you know? Yeah. Well, same. That thing. World War II generation was phenomenal. Oh, the greatest generation. Everybody after that just sucks. They were phenomenal, That's but included. here's the problem with them is that they hit everything. So all the gay guys hit it. They were sucking dick on their, behind their wives' back. You know, we watched on TV, you know, the Brady Bunch and the Waltons and all this shit, and it gave us a false perspective on the reality because uh and they hid all the fucked up shit so then all of a sudden now all this shit's coming out now well you know we i didn't know you know mr brady was fucking blowing people and greg was fucking his mom i, I didn't know all that shit <laughs> and then you you find out the way life really is and uh it it freaks you out a little bit you know so i think like look at gabby see gabby up there the pretty yeah. one yeah yeah, her generation's garbage. Horrible. What are, what are you? Millennials. Okay. I like the, the the twenties, the younger twenty ones coming up. They got a little bit. They're they laugh a lot easier. They they're more into the jokes now than than your. The millennials are kind of the ones that complained a lot, right? I'm the last year of the millennials, so I would say everyone in their thirties, uh, early thirties, late twenties are garbage humans that are the offended people. Where the younger generations are laughing. Yeah, they're they're not as high strung. <laughs> they just don't give a fuck. They're like the world is garbage. We know that since we're 7, let's party. <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> hey Bobby, how long you been doing stand up? You I'm 23. You're you're longer than me, right? Probably probably 30. 30. So you remember like when I had started, you wanted to do colleges. It was a lot of fun. Like the girl oh, you you, you drank, the kids were they laughed at everything. Dude, and then the it just went me. left or took a left turn, but not, I, I didn't mean it like, you know, it did, but that's not what I meant. 
<laughs> no pun intended, but uh, and then it just became this fucking no. I nobody wants to do them. They're not fun. The it's the teachers. The teachers are the teachers ruined it. You know. Yeah. I think um, when I was coming up. I made my bones when I moved to New York. When I met Matt Frost, he booked colleges. That's it. We're talking Dave Chappelle, Jay Moore, uh, Patrice Norton, me, Voss, Gary Gullman, Billy Burr, Bob Marley. We were doing colleges every week, making thousands of dollars. Thousands. You'd do anywhere from a thousand to five thousand dollars for one show at a college. I used to go to Florida all the time and you'd show up and it was a party. They'd bring you in. You'd be up there going fucking fuck, fuck and fuck. And I was fucking her and she was fucking. And you'd hang out and you'd go party in a dorm room or, you know, some type of frat house. I remember so much. I remember the lady that booked me fucking came to my hotel room and fucking made me go down on her. It was fucking crazy. Dude. Made you made yeah, you go down. It forced me. It was forced. It was, it was in his contract. Write an article. Yeah, no, it was it was fun, man. Colleges were fucking great. And then it started turning, man. That group of kids, there was always that little small group of kids at the school. And I remember one of the last colleges I did, uh, the lady came up to me who booked me, this girl, and she came in after the show and she was like, um, uh, there's some students that are very, and she was all red faced and blotchy. And now mind you, I just did great. Uh, there was some students that were offended and I was like, of what? Um, because you said, uh, you said, f uh, faggy. <laughs> and I went, what? And she said, you used the word faggy and that work. And I was like, I go, D and, and this is the funny part. Dane cook was there the week before me. <laughs> and, uh, I go, was Dane here last week? Yeah. I go, uh, what was his closing joke? And she got her whole face went red because she knows his closing joke. You're a faggot. That was his closing joke when he did the open and close. Pick a number, pick a number, pick a color, pick a color. Bim, bim, bim. You're a faggot. And just pow. I go, did anybody get offended last week? She was like, no. I'm like, why? Well, because of the way he says it. I was like, go fuck yourself. Did she want you to apologize? She want she I don't know what she wanted. They wanted to let me know that I had said something that fucked up a small group of students and it was going to take away from a thousand students. <laughs> That's and all I'm it like, is now, though. It's the yeah. small. It's still the same fucking thing. But the small group just has social media to tell the whole group what to think. Oh, it's yeah, dude. I, thing. I remember I, going I, to colleges. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, Afternoon shows. This is way worse than the religious right ever was that I experienced. Because when, when I when I first started in like '96, uh, that's what you dealt with when you went. You were doing stuff for like people that were, and they were mostly offended by sex jokes. It's yeah. just the pendulum swung. It's just all over the place now. And and I don't know, man. I, but you know what? Funny still funny still funny. And and the good news is that the audience can find you now. I think the internet's the greatest thing that's ever happened to art. Myself. Yeah, because you could do it all yourself. You don't have to kiss somebody's ass. Uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to ask. No, not at all. Yeah. Like, even if it was 10 years ago, we'd have to ask to do this show. We'd have to ask somebody, hey, what, what do you think of this? Now we, you just fucking do it. <clears throat> yeah. And then people are putting their specials online now. And even Mark just put his, Mark Norman put his special online. And of course, it did well and murdered. So who came a calling? 
Bing, Netflix. Hey, don't do that again. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, I did the same. I was, uh, from what I know, I because I did mine two, three years ago. I put it out for free as a fuck you two and a yeah. half years ago. I built out a site. Um, but up until about the last 11 months, I just hit two and a half million. Wow. That's crazy. And, and uh, yeah. And I was able to make my money back. What I did originally, I built out the site, um, Brett Comedy with one T, Brett. So you go there and all you had to do was hit play. And if you wanted to own it, you could buy it for five bucks or just give me your email or you could buy a T-shirt and you can get it for 20 or just hit play. You don't have to do anything. And then my average donation was 20 bucks. Wow. And then that's what, one of the reasons why I was able to get out of fucking LA and, and buy something nice. And then um, I just put it on YouTube and it, it took, it took a long time, but once it started going, it started going. Yeah, this was it. So if you look at how I did it here, I just built it. So you, you could just hit play. That's great. Smart. That's so smart. Wow. So then, and then, then I embedded the, the YouTube in that. So I was getting views from both. And then, you know, I, I mean, you had to switch it around a little, but that's but anyways, awesome. yeah, it's, it's, cha- it, it's, if it wasn't for this, I would have had a, a fucking, uh, cause I produced it myself. I would have had a fucking almost $30,000 de- door weight, but you know, you got to think outside the box. That's, that's so smart. You give it away now, giving it away is the best thing to do. Because, well, you know, can I, you're yeah. right. There is a dream Kalta as a comic. You, we all have this thing that someone's going to come and, you know, be like, Hey man, we want to do your special. We want to give you $5 million and we want you know what I mean? You, you, you have that dream of, uh, they want me. And then when they don't want you, it's like, ah, suck my dick. You know, but everybody, everybody I talked to, not, I mean, a lot of people that had specials hour on comedy central or Netflix where none of them, even Ralphie was like, I didn't make much money off of the first couple of specials. Like you really got to go four deep before you start cashing in on them. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. They, they'll get behind people or they won't, whatever the, whatever their reasoning is, that's fine. That has nothing to do with me. That's how I look at it. So look, my goal, I did it first. I did it wrong. Schultz, did it better when, when he, when he cut it up, like I have 2 million. So I get paid every month for one video with 2 million. If I cut it up in 10, I would have got what I'm getting, making a month, 10 times. So uh... next time around, but I also have the numbers now because I, I self-produced my last I just shot in Vegas at Kimmel's Club. So I can either say, okay, look, this is what I made on my own. You either have to be- do better than this, right? Or I'm just going to release it again. I don't care. Right. I, see, before I got into comedy, I was in the nightclub business. And, uh, you know, the cover is only there to, you really, you, it, you don't care about the door. You care about the bar, right? Right. So yeah. if I don't get you at the door, I'll get you at the bar. All I need is people to buy tickets. That's all I give a fuck about. I mean, that's, that's how Sebastian made that. That's how all, most comics make their money is their live touring. If, if, if you really blow up, Oh, a book you should read is a, it's called a thousand true fans. Have you read that? No. Is that Have you hear of it? No. It was written in like, Oh nine. It was like an independent band that had a thousand fans. And they said to themselves, if they can get a hundred dollars from their thousand true fans, they can make a hundred grand. Right. So whether it's through ticket sales, T-shirts, product, and basically they just stuck to what they knew. So and they made more than that, by the way. So that that's the thing is, you know, I, I have a specific amount of people that follow me 
that are, you know, a good amount that, you know, if I could just get them to buy tickets, we're good. There it is. $2.99. Kindle. Yeah, it's an easy read. I have I have eight. Is that enough? True fans. I have eight. I have eight true fans. Well, if you can get eighty thousand dollars from all eight of them a year, <laughs> you're gold, brother. I remember when I first started comedy when in New York, I used to call them the fat eight. I had <laughs> I had uh, I had I had eight fans that would follow me they just uh, I called them the fat eight because it was just eight fat people that would follow me around and I'd take them out after the diners and shit and we'd eat like disco fries and you pick up the tab oh of course yeah fun, then your, eight, the f- your eight fans cost you money now you, 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 you gotta go the other way with the model you're not doing the model right I gotta read the book I gotta <laughs> you're doing it wrong Bobby <laughs> yeah two of them died <laughs> you're gonna get healthier fries. fans from cholesterol <laughs> from disco fries no for real did they really pass away no i'm kidding i'm kidding All right, good 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 i don't know <laughs> there's so Jeez, many Abby, how long have you been? oh i'm sorry I, I was gonna, there's, there's so many groups in bobby's life i'd like to see the the, the fat eight <laughs> the uh mentally challenged people that you live in the house with well, yeah, the the six of those. There was six uh, mental challenge <laughs> people I live with. I live with. How that's not a show? I don't know. I would watch that every night. Is that? Yeah. Did you really live there? I lived with six mentally challenged uh, elderly men. They were fifty and up, and I was there. Caretaker. Uh, I was a caretaker <laughs> from eleven to eight every five days a week, but I lived there, so I had a room in the apartment upstairs. And this was your and, side hustle uh, while you were doing stand up. This is my, this is my, this is so I could have a place to live. I lived with my, I had a uh, foster father. I went from rehab to my mother's, but me and my mother couldn't get along after I got a rehab because I was, uh, she still treated me like I was using drugs. So I moved in with my foster, a foster father, Ken Lazarus. I lived with him for a while and then shit went south with him like really bad. And then I, I needed a place to live. So there was this, my ex-girlfriend, Kristen, who was, uh, uh, had this job with these mentally challenged people. So she got me this gig where I got a free place to live a hundred bucks a week, free food. And I just had to take care of these guys from 11 to eight every five days a week. And, uh, it was, you know it was the best job I've ever had in my life. You know what I'm realizing, Robbie, as many times as we've hung out, we really didn't talk about much, did we? Because <laughs> <laughs> all we talked about was fucking wrestling moves, the frog splash and fucking uh, <laughs> the cross-faced chicken wing. <laughs> Bob Backlund. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, we didn't, we, re- we must have not have talked a lot. I mean, <laughs> we just talked wrestling. <laughs> we, you remember how I got the tickets? Huh? Dude, the the story was on it. When I did the the Vince Vaughn tour, right? They get it was sponsored by Budweiser. So Budweiser pretty much said to us, "Hey, listen, we're going to give you guys a deal if you want it. We'll give you uh, three cases of beer a month, right, for a year. But you're obligated to go to three events in the Budweiser box." So I'm like, "Really? Yeah, yeah. Like that. And this the, the type of shit that when you know you know once you get on a show or do something." The nah. shit that people give you for free. So I'm like, I get three cases of beer, but I'm obligated to go to the fucking Staples Center. So I picked the Lakers game and me and Bobby went for, we were in the box for the uh, wrestling thing. 
Yeah. Then I had to go see the river dance with with the girl. I had to, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's an egomaniac, by the way. I don't know if you've ever went to the river dance or was forced to go. <laughs> no. Dude, the beginning is like this 30, I'd say about 13 minute intro. Everybody's doing this, you know? Then there's an then there's an explosion. And then the fucking guy is just there, you know? <laughs> and then and then the whole the whole show, the camera's just on him. He's on the jumbo screen. He's and he's I'm dead ass, man. And he's got the the Elvis outfit on. The you know, it was like the Liberati with the, the sequins, and he's just fucking dancing everywhere. It was awful. Two hours. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> he's the lord of the dance, though. That guy, I, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I mean, you're like, okay, it looks good after a while. You know, like the first 20, 30 minutes, and then you're in almost an hour and 40. You're like, all right, guy. This is how I know I married the right person. Because if I went inside to my wife and I said, hey, we're going to get tickets to go see Riverdance, she'd be like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. My wife would do the same thing. She'd be like, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have fun. Hey, hey, honey, me and the boys are going to go see Riverdance. <laughs> yeah. Have fun, guys. Yeah. Fuck when, that. You did that tour with um, Vince Vaughn. Now, did you ever get a show? Like, it's surprising to me because I remember back in the day. I mean, dude, you haven't aged a fucking uh, a second in, in 20 years. Number one. No joke, dude. I mean, your hair, your face, you look the same you looked back then. Okay. Nice. And it's it's surprising to me that I, you know, there was a time where you were on that tour, you were popping off, everything was fucking happening. I was like, oh, th this guy's gonna have his own fucking show as uh, right now. We had about, you know, it's, 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 I had about five failed pilots and, uh, I mean, I'm on a show now finally, but, uh, what's the show? Uh, Cobra Kai, the karate kid. Cobra Kai? Yeah. What um, do you play in Cobra Kai? I play, uh, Daniel's, I'm Louie LaRusso. I'm his cousin. <laughs> no shit. That's awesome. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, nah, man, I had a deal before I did the, before I did the tour. Right. And that didn't pan out. And then I had another hold. And, you know, it's just one of those things where you go through the cycle. People don't know what these are, because what happens is, is Hollywood will come in some network or whatever will come in and go, look, we're going to give you a holding deal, which basically means here's one hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars or whatever it is to not go with anybody else. But then for, but them for six months to a year. And it's basically they can shelf you. They can literally all the heat you have. They just fucking suck it dead. See, I don't know. I didn't know any better, man. You know, because you, you do the dance when you get there. So you figured it. I mean, somebody's going to offer you more money that uh, I've ever seen in my life just to sit home for six months. And yeah. you don't hear from anybody. So what people don't realize, like, just say you have 32 pilots going a season. The odds of getting one. Okay, it is impossible. And then for that show to even get picked up is impossible. And for that show to last fucking over three seasons is impossible. So once you're taking off a one, all your shots, all your eggs are in this one basket. And if that yeah. basket doesn't go, you got to start all over again the next season. And, you know, but I've always focused on the stand up, man. I, I really have. I, that's my my passion. It's my 401k. You know, it's something yeah. I've always loved, I, I, you know. It's just what I do, man. So everything else to me was gravy after that, you know? Jesus Christ, I got to hang out with you more. You got a 401k? What the 
What's going on? You got, yeah, you it's, got called, it's, it's called side splitters <laughs> <laughs> next weekend, Tuesday through Sunday. No, uh, Tuesday through Sunday. Jesus Christ. I'm kidding, man. <laughs> well, Bobby Jewel is back for a second. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> staying, staying at the condo. Yeah. AKA his apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but um, it's it just, you know, it's the game, man. It's whatever it is. But I, I've had a lot of, I say, six failed, successful failures, you know? What do you mean? Like getting a deal, being on pilots. I had a script option, that type of shit. Where, you know, you get paid, but it didn't go, but it's still, as long as I kept, kept original and kept going on stage, man, that's all I, that's all I cared about. That's all I focused on. So I've been able to pay the bills for, you know, for not getting anything on the air. We were on that list, by the way. Did you see that list, Bobby? I was on a list. Yeah. Me, you, Godfrey. It was like, it was like a... It was like a few years ago. It was this complimentary list of like, it was like a backhanded compliment. It was like the five, like one of the five comedians that, that everybody thinks should be bigger than they are. <laughs> it's like something like that. Where like me, you, Godfrey. I forgot who the other two was. This is a while ago, man. Look at Gabby. Look how quick she's going to her phone to pull it up. I'm the producer of the show. I know, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know if it was a blog or a real thing, but it went around for a minute. So I don't even know if it's still in the cyber years. At least it's not the racist comics list that's going around now. I, I thought, thought that was it at first. I was like, oh, no, no. Uh, the open micers list. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's People a list. who made this one guy sad. Yeah. <laughs> so. Is that really a list? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There's a list some nobody made. Um, half of it's just like people nobody care about. And, and Kevin Brennan. It's like, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kevin Brennan likes it because he gives him more heat. More people are talking about him. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> anyway, that, it is a weird thing, but I think um, you're right. It's the stand-up is the key. You know, That's I think we do. That. It, I know, but it's hard, Brett, because when you do get, like, you know, when I when you do get a TV show or you're on a pilot or you, it's such a fucking soothing bath to be in because you know you you're getting you know you're on a show you're making this money um it's not all on you know it, it and the money's just ridiculous and you know all the perks that come with it it's like fucking and people do treat you differently people when you walk into a room and they know you're on something there's a different vibe that you get from people you know what i mean so it, it kind of eliminates you know what it does? It eliminates a lot of anxiety. You know, that fame eliminates a lot of, of the anxiety and stress that you have. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about it. You know, when you're a stand up doing the road, there's a lot of fucking stress going to that. Imagine just dude right now, you got a call from BT. All your shows are sold out. You'd go and just have fun. Right. And you'd go up and you'd go up and be freer. Because Mike fell asleep. You, you, <laughs> he's got COVID. You got to let it slide. <laughs> no, I was, I was like, man, wouldn't that be great if all his shows are sold out? Because then you don't well, have to. Yeah. Well, like, Bob, you me, do, but you are, I mean, look, you are, you notice, know I'm not just pulling you, you know, just saying this, but you are one of the more respected guys in the game. You know what I yeah. mean? And I, yeah, thanks, man. And, and you, you know, do have a following of people that when they go see your show, they know what they're getting. Well, yeah, that's why I love playing Tampa. That's why I love going down to those shows. And, you know, especially with Calta, he, him, 
you know, Patrice always said that you need somebody to get you over. You need somebody to give you their fans. You know, when we go to these places, you need somebody to go, you got to go see this guy. Trust me. And then you fucking deliver time and time again. That's our job just to go up and murder. Right. So it, it, it is, um, it's just, you still, you still have that stress. That's why I love playing sides, but it's because I know it's, I don't have to worry about it. I know mm. the people are coming. I know it's going to be fine. And I don't have to worry about ticket sales. Like a couple of weeks ago, we were going to Versani's. I called Mike. Yo, dude, I got an email. He's like, uh, don't worry about it. I'm going to announce it tomorrow. <laughs> Boom. Just gone. You know what I mean? We didn't have to think about ticket sales. We didn't have to think about twitting tweets and all this horse shit or getting a call from some panicky club owner because he's paying me way too much money. You just go in and have fun. You know, the, the, yeah. the, uh, the anxiety's out of it. No, but there is a, a you know? there is, but I'm saying like, if I was doing a, if we were doing like one of those uh, job expos and we were talking about it, I mean, we, we're really, you know, there's a bunch of guys that, that could tell you what it's like at this level. It, it's work. You know, even when I look at like the, the, a lot of the younger cats coming up and they're more, which I, if somebody asked me why I was in a, at a place where I, where I thought people thought I should be or whatever, mm. It would be because of social media. I wasn't good at it. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't care to know anything about it. I just right. wanted to write and perform and write and write and write. And now I, about three years ago, I had to make that adjustment, which it helped. But yeah. at the end of the day, if we're giving that seminar on how to talk about being a people don't know. You got to be up for press. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to sell. You got to get it, it, There's nothing worse than when you're not selling and, and you're just keeping the door. Yeah. You know, and, and, or if it's a special engagement, there's no, I don't know how the, what we're doing now with the bonuses, because yeah. it's, it's only half full. Mm-hmm. You know, there's I a always, lot to this business that people just not even outside of the performing. You're right. There's tons of anxiety. I'm getting it now. <laughs> <laughs> I always think about from the other end of it, being the radio guy is that uh, like, I'm up, I'm up every day at four o'clock. So I'm up you fly in from LA on Wednesday night and then they tell you, you got to be up to do radio on Thursday. I already know you hate me on the way there. I've got to, I've got to win you. I got to win you awake and then win you over before you get there. But thank God, most comedians come in pretty hot and they come in pretty good. But, but, man, from, what I, but from what I remember, you're a good interview. Cause you're not announcing the time every fucking two minutes. No, no. <laughs> it's 12 past the hour. So Brett, tell us about when you flew in, you know, it's just, it's more of a, fucking realistic thing it's like yeah. uh, uh paul's like that too down paul and and uh castronova yeah yeah, yeah he's great he's great uh, Ron, uh yeah um paul, paul castronova yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there, there's some of those where you know you, you you gotta it's a lot easier i mean i haven't done i don't know how when the last time i did it was years ago i think it was when i was at the improv years ago but you yeah gotta, you know norton taught me though you have to learn how to do those shows too Absolutely. those mom and pop shows it's a pleasure when you go on like Mike's show, but you know, when that guy is like, all right, give it up for this next guy. He's a barrel of monkeys. This guy, you got to <laughs> know how to be funny on that guy's show. You got to, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's I always ask what rate, what type of show is it? Oh, it's a husband and wife. Got it. And bang. What type of show? Oh, this guy, I uh, loves comedy, but he's kind of dry. I got it back. So when I go in, I know how to work that show. And I just need to get a couple laughs and I need to be interesting. You know, Mike's show is like hanging out at a barbecue for great. You even forget you're on a show. 
I swear. There's barbecue there. What'd you say? <laughs> He's right. Because we have barbecue there usually. <laughs> That's true. Mush. Oh, Mush, by the way, is fucking, he really, you know, you told him he could come on the cruise and yeah. to side splitters and he really wants to go. We'll see. <laughs> I told you, Mush. You don't just say, you don't just say, yes, you're hanging out there for a little while. We got till fucking October. We might as well get some shit out of it. Hanging out there for a little while. He's, he's on the yeah. verge of fucking hanging himself in his ex-wife's apartment. But go ahead. Hanging out there for a while. If you murder her, you can go. <laughs> yeah, we're going to turn. I'll be in jail. We're going to oh. turn the camera on one day. We're just going to see feet swinging in front of Calter and Kelly's side. <laughs> But do you um, know, do you know, like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to put you on the spot, but like radio shows that, you know, when you go into, you're like, this is going to fucking suck. Cause I can tell you comedians that are going to come on and I'll be like, this is going to be awful. <laughs> usually I'll tell you what, there's usually there's a couple of times where I go, all right, what are we going to talk to this guy about? And it ends up they like Bobby Lee. I remember Bobby Lee. I was like, what are we going to talk to Bobby Lee about this before his podcast and all that. And then he came in and was like, ended up being my favorite guest. So that happens a lot too. You get surprised, but I mean, you, you walk into it, I bet. And just, I, if I walked in and I looked at the two people behind the counter, I would be like, fuck man. I, I wouldn't know how to be funny in 30 second setups and all that stuff. Um, I, I, I mean, there are some, but I'm with, I'm with Bobby. I, I just, I don't ever dial it in anywhere I go, man. I mean, look, uh, me and Bobby will eventually have the conversation who had the worst fucking childhood, but I I've, uh, I've been on my own since I was like 17. Oh my so God. You're killing I me. hustle everything. Okay. <laughs> like I, I don't take anything for granted. Every, every inch I've earned. So that's what I treat it with. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm not a guy that I, I, I look at everything as a blessing too, man. It's like, you know, I don't dial anything in, man. I got, it's it just, it's me. I always say to myself, I, you know, I, I'm one of those guys where I hate losing more than I like winning. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And, and uh, you know, so if, if I'm coming in, it's just, I'm not going to dial it in, it, it, you know, but, and I'll be honest with you. I've kept these relationships with a lot, a lot of these radio people for so long that whenever I have like something coming out, I can get up at 4am and I, and they let me call in all over the country. Cause I have a whole Rolodex of the names of the producers and stuff like that, you know, uh, through the years. I mean, over 20 something years I've been doing this. So yeah. You know, I don't know. Count every penny, you know? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. You know, it's it's uh, it's funny. I mean, I got to be honest, too. I don't know what dialing it in means. I was just nodding my head. But uh, I, <laughs> I was really like, yeah. Dial. I'm really glad. You I'm just really nodding your head? That's dialing it in. <laughs> I'm really glad you two got to meet for the first time tonight, Brett. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so weird, right? <laughs> Brett. <laughs> Brett, I look, man. I've always liked you. We just never had an opportunity to hang out. No, every time. No, you're wrong. Every time we hang out, there's other people there, and we end up laughing and breaking balls. We've never sat down and talked. It's not something well, that I that I wear I come, on my shoulder. You know, are whatever. You, are, you, are you? Are uh, you? Are you moving to Vegas for real? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got a, uh, a, a you know bit for business purposes as well. I mean, we shoot our. The, the gentleman show out of, I did it. I'm working with uh, Manalay Bay and MGM now. Yeah. So we, we do a sports gambling podcast. And, okay. um, but I mean, it's, it's, we shoot it at the, uh, at the Manalay Bay. So it's, uh, cool. and I'm only it? 40 minutes from, uh, from LA. So it's just, it seems like a smart move. Who do you do the podcast with? Uh, it's me, this guy, Jay Rude, who's the, is a handicapper. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember Javon curse, the, uh, yeah. freak. 
and uh, this kid, Alex Monaco, who's our uh, our little uh, millennial sports kid. That's pretty odd. That's, that's a good gig, man. That must be so much fun. Well, it's it's again, man, you know, it's it's uh, I I came up with it. And, you know, you just do the work. You write you write it out. You try to find the people, the right people to put it together, you know, and, and you shoot uh, Cobra Kai. Is that when that that's when, in Atlanta? That, we shoot that in that, Atlanta. So that will still go because they don't give a fuck in Atlanta. Well, what happened? Well, right now they haven't released season three yet. Um, but from what I heard that Netflix is trying to buy it. Yeah. Off YouTube, right? And because what happened was YouTube is it was running on YouTube premium because they were trying to launch a, a, a streaming service. And now they're, they're trying to sell it. I think it's going to be out of Amazon or Netflix. So then once that buy is confirmed, then they're going to tell us when season four comes, you know? It's great. Yeah, I got to watch it now. When, are you in from season one or do, when do you come in? I'm in all of season one. Uh, I'm not in season two because of what I did in season one. And then I'm back in season three, which <laughs> I don't know. Oh, we go to prison. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> mushy shit. There you are. Play a little bit, Mushy. Breaking balls. Look, I get it. I used to be the new guy around here. You're trying to take initiative, get noticed. All right, here's what you need to do. Every Wednesday, someone has to rotate the cars in the showroom. Keep the inventory fresh. I've never even seen this, to be honest with you. It's uncomfortable. You, right? Well, the boss has been wanting to move it up front by the windows. You think he can handle that? For sure. Yeah, I can do it. Okay. Real cousin energy. So the guys that did this are the guys that do uh, that did Hot Tub Time Machine and Harold and Kumar, and then right. Will Smith's company is executive producing it because they own the uh, IP. You know, because remember they redid the uh, Karate Kid. Mush, Mush, she's talking. Let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize. Go ahead, Brett. So go ahead. Who's doing this? Fucking mush. No, I don't care. I, I thought no, I, thought but I, I was into what you were saying. What were you saying? No, I was saying uh, the the guys that wrote the it was the people that did Hot Tub Time Machine and yeah. um, Harold and Kumar, and then Will Smith's company is the one that produces this as well because they own the Karate Kid. They bought the IP, the intellectual property. Remember, because he remade it with his kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's more of a comedy than it is a. Uh, it's it's you know it's it, you know dude we got. It was uh, got pretty good reviews. It's just it was great. It was great. Have, did you watch? Have you watched the, all of it or no? The both the seasons or no? N- no, but I started I, only because I ran out of time, and not because I didn't like it. It was it was like you know I'm from that age, man. So when I started watching, I couldn't believe it that, that all the characters were there, and then they brought the the kids, all the Cobra Kai guys back, and the way wow. they killed off the one guy. It was it was fucking great. I thought it was brilliant the way they put it together. Killed off the guy. Why would you? I don't want to ruin it. I didn't say who it was. It was one of the guys dies. It's, you know, that's it. It's not a big deal. So you're not yeah. missing out. Marina. Something uh, around ten years ago, me and Joe DeRosa pitched the show to uh, what's his name? Um, what the fuck is the guy's name? Larusso. What's his real name? Ralph, Ralph Macchio. Macchio. Ralph Macchio. We pitched him a show called The Ass Out Agency, where we were, we were a shitty management company in New York, and we were going to get him to be our big client, and <laughs> We were going to get him a show, like a comeback show. And it was like a reality type show. And I remember we, we, we brought him in and we met with him. And I just remember him looking at us like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
okay, cool. All right. And we were like, uh, I, you could just feel it like fucking not going well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can feel like this is the 90th, 900th pitch you got on fucking. And then the motherfucker winds up doing this. I mean, he should have went with us. But listen. Um, <laughs> well, you tell, you know, you, people forget what an uh, accomplished actor. Like he worked with Coppola. He worked with Avilson. Um, yeah. he, he's done so much Broadway. It's really interesting talking to him because he, he's, he's really into acting. Great guy. Really not one of the best, nicest guys on the planet. He really is. He's super dude. He he lives out in Long Island. He never, he was in LA. He said for like a little while and then he left and then he's just been out in the New York area since then. I think the greatest thing that happened because of the internet and this technologies thing is you don't have to live. You really don't. Once you're an established comedian, you can choose where to live. You don't need to live in New York. You don't need to live in LA to survive as a stand-up comedian anymore if you're established if you're established i still think you should be in either or to, to to make your bones you know yeah i agree you should make your bones i think you should make your bones wherever you're from and then go and then go yeah yeah so once you get you're a little underneath you you're the new guy or the new girl sorry gabby that's okay i'll forgive you um, okay why don't you hold your armpit up and you have some type of woke tattoo under it um so I think she likes Brett too. You haven't said a word this whole podcast. I'm listening. How you doing, Gabby? How you doing? He's from <laughs> uh, Jersey, you know? There's no Gabby, how long have you been doing this? I've been doing comedy four years. Okay. Yeah, I'm new. I'm new. Hard not to like Brett. He's every, every single person I grew up with has his face. Right. He's, he's everyone's cousin. You know what I mean? You know what's fucked up? It is a compliment. And then when he gets older, he's going to be the good looking older guy. Salt and pepper. Yeah. Somebody just called you in the chat. Nick DiPaolo's uh, brother. <laughs> I don't know if so, these are, com- I, by the way, I don't know if these are compliments or not. <laughs> <laughs> you can play I'll take Nick, them as him, but- <laughs> Nick DiPaolo in the Nick DiPaolo story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did no, not Nick, Nick and Artie show you a while back, man. So did that me was, and Mike. Dude, that, that was great. We, Bobby, and hosted, Bobby and I hosted that and, <laughs> for a week. And then the week after we hosted, it got canceled. <laughs> That's all. When they, when, yeah, when they, when Nick left and then Artie was not enough, they brought me and Mike in to do it. And uh, they, oh, remember that? They stuck us with uh, some girl, some sports girl. They're always fun. And then didn't tell us until the day we showed up. And we're like, who the fuck is she? Uh, they're like, oh, she's going to be on the show with you guys. And we're like, ugh. Yeah, and she's like, you know, she's already in with Fox, like the head of Fox. So she came in with her feet up on the desk. She had all this candy because that's her thing. You know what I mean? Like she chooses candy your thing. Uh, I don't know. She had a bunch of candy on the, like Mike and Ike's and all the shit. But this is why I love Mike Calta. This is why I love Mike Calta, my number one best friend. Punched her right in the side. <laughs> you fucking first thing, first thing out of his mouth hey which one of us would you bang i know you wouldn't bang <laughs> but which one would you bang first i mean they literally of- sat me down for a half hour and they were like no sex stuff don't no, make they want they want to hear sports they want to hear how you guys talk about topical stuff and i'm like yeah all right i get it i get it and she annoyed me so much. I was like, fuck it. I don't want this job anyway. Let's just do it. <laughs> and then my temper fucking flared up. I got, she triggered me. I started, I started arguing about some stupid bracket. I'm like, yeah. 
He goes, we should do a bracket of stand-up comics. I go, you can't. You can't. It's not basketball, you fucking idiot. It's it, 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 you can't. You, what you think is funny, I don't think is funny. It's personal. You know, basketball has stats. You can go by actual facts and stats. Who's the best? Who is this? How are you supposed to do that with Pryor and Carlin? You can't do a bracket. She was like, why can't we do? We should do a bracket. I'm like, you just fucking like doing brackets because it's fucking uh, sports. Shit. Speaking of which, who's in your sweet 16, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to do the names real quick, guys, before we wrap up. <laughs> um, this is a segment we do on the show. All the new Patreon members, I read their names. Badly. Do you want to let I, Brett go, or do you want him to sit through this? No, I, my Brett, I want Brett to be in this. You don't want to see. You don't want him to see you like this. I love Brett. I want me and him made a connection finally. He's like, you understand, Mike? I've liked Brett since the day I met him, but right. we've never fucking connected. Like he's actually connected with friends of mine. Like, dude, Brett. I'm like, yeah, I love Brett. Very, very connected. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling Brett's going to get off the air and go inside and tell Carol. I didn't even like Bobby. <laughs> oh, I have to apologize too. About what? Mike Calta. What? You're right. I know. About what? He knows. He, I'll he, send accused, you he accused me of saying something on the show when Bill Burr was on that I did not say. Hey, Brett, you like Bill Burr? Yeah, he's a good, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, he's kind of a cunt a little bit. <laughs> well, I mean, if, 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 if you're, if you're going to talk uh, sports, just, you know, he's just as passionate as I am. Which no. reminds me, I have that question for Bob when we're done about uh, the difference between Brady and Belichick. Okay, let's go through these names and then we'll we'll do the I Brady. Ask you, this is a legit question. And then we're going to switch the fuck out. Now, now I read these names the way I see them, Okay. <laughs> That's the way I read these names. And I want to thank everybody who's a member of the Patreon. Patreon. These are all new members. Patreon. Patreon. I say Patreon. Derry. Okay. Euro trash. It's French. Patreon. Okay. Ready. Thank you, everybody, for being a member. All you guys are in the chat right now. We love you. All the guys who are watching, listening, and checking out all this stuff. We hope you like it. But these are the new members. And here we go. Ryan Honenings. Hennings. Matthew Clababorn. Claiborne. Robert. Nice. Got that one, right? R Rhetoric Fries. Roderick. Chester Walsh. Sharon Elio. Kevin McLaughlin. Jeffrey Lustin. Joseph T. Schriffer. Not even an N in that last name. Lustin. Lustig. Lustig. Joe, Bill Howard, William Miller the third, Stuart Court, Travis Myers, Thomas Valencia. Jesus. Cornelius Price, Sean Smith, Jack Collins, Adrian Matchell. No. <laughs> Brian Edwards and Kabuki. <laughs> the great Kabuki. Remember him? Yeah. yeah. Spit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that was Kamala, you gun and giant. Kabuki used to spit the green powder. Green stuff, yeah. Spit the mist, yeah. I, what, what was the mist? That shit that couldn't have been fucking healthy. It was lime. I think it was li it was supposed to be lime, right? Lime or something that yeah. that like you know you put on dead bodies when you after you clip somebody. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, listen, we're gonna find out this year who it was. 
That's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah. If Tampa Bay goes to the fucking big show, even if they go, they don't have to win. If they go, it was Brady. If they don't, if they don't, and the fucking Patriots, because you know Belichick could take my grandmother and throw her and make her the quarterback. If they go, if we go to the playoffs, if we go to the big show without Brady, it was fucking Belichick. There you go. Okay? There yeah. you go. And I'm sure Belichick really wants to prove, okay, I don't need you, Tom. I don't need you, Gronk. I don't. I have a team. If they follow what the fuck I tell them to do, we have a shot of going to the Super Bowl. If you do your job, that's it. That's his fucking motto. And we're going to see. Now, if the Pats go to the fucking bowl and win another one, fuck you, Tom. Yeah. You want to bet that? on it now? You want to bet on it now? Yeah, how much? I'll bet you $10,000 that the Bucks go further than the Patriots. Why are you going to take my family out? Why are you going to ruin my <laughs> life? Why do we have to do that? $1,000. No. What do you want to bet? I'm in a pandemic. What do you want to bet? I'm in a shed doing a podcast. I have a Patreon. I don't have $10,000 to suck. I'm not on fucking Cobra Kai. I don't have. I don't, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't have it. Five bucks? Huh? Five bucks? We'll do, Let's do a hundred bucks. I you, I give you a hundred bucks, and if you lose, you have to hug me and say I love you on air, like on yeah. like a video. I mean, I only agree to that because I know the Bucks are going to go further than the Patriots. Then did do it. Deal. You guys don't okay. hug. What it? He has to hug me and say I love you. I love you. Why is he that? He never, he's all, all the years we've been friends out of all the years I, I've been doing. I love you, buddy. Never will see. He'll go. Thanks. What's wrong with you? Me? But Brett? Yeah. I think Brett, I think Brett's fucking playing the numbers right now. No, I was, <laughs> I was looking at um, the schedules real quick while you're talking. Oh. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, um, I mean, I, I think the Bucks should take the division this year. Um, if they go deep in the playoffs, even, I mean, cause they got a stacked offense. I would, uh, I would still have to say Brady. I mean, listen, to me personally, Joe Montana is still the best I've ever seen play. Um, I don't care about rings. That guy, but it's what he did with the of Chiefs. Of course he didn't. You got that divorced. That solidified it, right? Nothing. Okay. And what? What'd you say? <laughs> of course you don't. You got divorced. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, man. If you think about it, dude, listen, Brady, I like Brady's story. I actually, if I, if I had to pick one of the two, uh, Brady, I, I, you know, I, I find Brady's story more compelling and, and I like him more. I mean, let's yeah. be honest as a cowboy fan, Montana ruined my childhood. All right. Um, <laughs> so there's no reason for me to pick the guy. It's just from playing the game my whole life. And and watching it play, um, you know, I, Brady was perfect in that system, and I'm dying to see what he does with Tampa. I think it's if he if he doesn't take some far, then that's the nail in the coffin in his legacy, and he's undisputed goat. So 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 six rings didn't do it for you. He's got to go to Tampa, bring a shit organization. Well, to well, here's why, Bobby. If you really want to get into it, uh, it's a team sport. Okay, let's be honest. A lot of those passes. But here's here's a little fact for you. Joe Montana's never thrown an interception in a championship game. All right. Brady played like shit in some of those Super Bowls. Like that. He a pick six against Atlanta. Even that catch off of Edelman's hands was off the hand of a defensive back. I mean, it's and he can't throw out of the pocket. 
So it, it, it's a different type of quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched the game. I know the game like the back of my hand. I've never seen a player like Montana just beat you out of the pocket, in the pocket. I mean, the guy won a national championship and a fucking high school championship and never lost a Super Bowl. I mean, the guy is just a special breed of athlete, of quarterback. But Brady, I think I'm rooting for him this year. I want to see, I want to see him do well. I really do, man. I think he's. I love his story. But there you go. All right. Yeah. All right. Did I? Did I? So is that why rings don't cover it or no? You, <laughs> dude, your smile is a fucking million dollar smile. That's all I gotta say. I don't know how anybody stays mad at you, Mister Brett. Well, ask You're my ex wife. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. I want to. Uh, I want to hook up and uh, hang out next time I'm in Vegas. Well, next time in New York, let's hang out. Let's get some dinner. Better yet, why don't you what, why don't you come on the uh, the gentleman show when we get up and running? Because we've had a, you know we have comics on all the time. Absolutely. When I you know the comedy seller at the Rio, uh, it, hopefully it gets back and running soon. Oh, I hope so. I, I did a couple uh, guest sets there when uh, yeah. Verzi was in town, and um, dude, what a great room, dude. That's a great room. But I heard that casino was going away, wasn't it? They they got bought. Two, but it's going to take around two years, so they might be able to find another location for the club. It's but a great, great club, the fucking great club. I'm hoping it gets back in once Vegas starts pumping it out again. And I'm definitely as soon as it does, I'm booking a weekend, and then we'll definitely hang out. I'll come on your show. You come over to the club, do a spot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, absolutely, dude. And I want to thank you for coming on tonight, dude. It's oh, good to course, see you. Man. And good to get to know you a little it was, better. It was good to, to to see an old friend that we didn't really know that we didn't really know each other. You guys will always have the rock. Hey, uh, uh, Malta, if you want to come out to the uh, to the club, let me know. I got your tickets next weekend if you want to come through. Yeah, if I'm if I don't have COVID, I'll be there for sure. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. I eat negative. that shit. <laughs> uh, you want to see Mush's actual uh, uh, desktop just in case you. Wanted to see what the producer of the com. The, yeah, he just wanted to show him his desktop. He's got a lot of little icons on there. You motherfucker. You know what bullshit. I noticed is not there? The uh, oh. Hyenas logo isn't there anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you Man, I got to tell you, though, this fucking quarantine has been... Br- what a brutal 2020 for me. <laughs> oh, everybody did. <laughs> I mean, I lost all my gigs, my wife, my house. It was fucking <laughs> awful. Yeah, uh, I, I still got my wife and I was... Yeah. Well, you missed I the gigs you, at least. I think you have it easier, to be honest. Um, and she's, she's, she's right there. I got to be careful. Um, there we go, right here. There's the podcast. Make sure you sign up. Go check out his podcast. And Tampa, uh, you know, I mean, Mike is, uh, you know, Mike's the man. So when you're down there, you know, all his fans are going to come out and check you. I mean, you're fucking hilarious and you're a great guy, a solid fucking dude. And, uh, you know, thanks for coming on, brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate it too, brother. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. There we go. Um, and then, uh, all right. We just got to say a couple goodbyes here. Uh, all right. We'll see you later, man. Mush. Right. God bless. Bye to Brett. We'll see you. Uh, Thank come you, back. Bye, Gabby. Thank you, love. Bye, buddy. Bye, Mush. Bye, Brett. Later, Mike. See you, buddy. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Oh, good. I, I hope we weren't going to sign off before we talked about Gabby having sex right before the show. I had sex right before the show. I've been thinking about that for 58 minutes. Thank you for bringing that back up. Yeah, I, that's all I've been thinking about. I literally looked at the clock and scrambled to get back on here. Where is he now? He left. Oh, you kicked him out? 
Well, he's my boyfriend. He's he had to go. What is the stuff? What'd you do with the stuff? What stuff do you think you're talking about? The, the, the happy juice. What'd you do with the happy juice? I uh, washed it off. Oh, with off of where? Where was it? That's none of your fucking business. I know, and none of this is my business, but I want to know it all. Just point front, back, top, side. Are you pointing to it right now? Right there? Is that where it was? Yeah. Oh, oh Gabby. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't on my just my chin. Oh, it was on your forehead and <laughs> It wasn't on my chin. <laughs> Gabby, 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 Gabby. Jesus McCalta. This is the Gabby, don't look at him. Look at me. What position? I'm not telling you. Multiple positions or just anything. one? Anything. Multiple positions or just one? That's all I want to know. It's none of your business. I know oh. none of this is my business. Why don't you just use your imagination and we'll we'll stay with I'm that. I'm trying, but it's not it's not uh, sufficient enough. I need. Brett, Brett does look like a Guido version of my boyfriend, and that was actually very distracting. Oh, you, do you like Brett? I think he's hot. I think he's hot in a way where he looks like everyone I grew up with, and in my mind, the only. Uh, only people were Guidos. And then I moved to New York and I was like, oh, there are other kinds of people that ex- guys that exist that aren't five, six with a buzz cut, you know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. You'd, you'd date Brett. If you were single, you'd, you'd hook up with him. No, I would hook up with him. I wouldn't date him. But you'd hook up with him. Yeah. Would you let him wow. hit your chin? Depending on how good the date goes. Kevin, you look so, when you came on tonight, you had a glow about you. This is what happens when you. I yeah. ju- had just had sex. Good yeah, said, I, like, did you finish? Yeah, of course. Every time. But every time. Yes. But I was at my parents' house for two weeks. So now I'm kind of back in full glory. You finished or he finished? Both. So you, you say every time, every time because he's so good or because you just do it quick? No, if I sit on a chair wrong, I come. There's oh, something wow. going on. <laughs> wow. I'll remember that. <laughs> Don't remember that. Okay, so that's so much easier for the guy. That's less to have to worry about. The anxiety of, yeah. Did you do other stuff or just it? Bobby is fucking dying. I'm fucking dying because, my, you understand, Mike is like an anaconda. When he sees something, he slowly wraps around it and squeezes and he fucking, and all of a sudden you're like, I can't fucking, and now you're going to be fucking telling us everything. He doesn't quit. He doesn't stop. He's a slow squeeze. Well, listen, if you listen to my podcast, I tell you everything regardless. I do don't say it? a lot on this podcast because you're all fucking weird perverts. He's me with it. Like, so I'd be like, shit, I gotta go listen to that podcast. I'm a weird, per- I'm a weird pervert. Yes. I don't want to hear anything about your chin, your side, your butt, your vajaj. I don't want nothing to do with it. All right. I'm she doesn't like the butt. And she your mom. Not. And you're like a daughter to me. And I don't, I told you, you're a fucking Jersey six and a half. First of all, I'm a Jersey 35 and I'm a New York eight. <laughs> she doesn't like the butt. I remember that from previous conversations. I don't like butt clay. Yeah. Uh, see, and uh, she's a vegan, only uh, like juice comes out of this. <laughs> you don't want to go back there. No, you don't want to go back there. It's a, it's just like fucking wheatgrass and beans. Yeah. Does he dirty? Do you guys dirty talk the, to each other while you're doing guy, it? The last guy to finger her butthole had a kidney bean skin come out on his hangnail. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Woo. I miss eating beans. Woo. <laughs> I miss eating beans. So, so I, I mean, I want to listen to the podcast. Give me a little bit more. No. Mm. All right. <laughs> what what more could you possibly want to know? Like, did, was it dirty talking? Do you guys talk dirty to each other during, or is it just straight? It depends on the day. Like today, I'm talking about today specifically oh, before the show. Let's all relax. Um, oh, I'm very relaxed. Yeah, we dirty talked. Yeah, who you do it more than he does? Uh, no, it's like an equal balance. You know, it's yeah. I live in Brooklyn. I I date an artist. There's okay, one, one question. One question. Yeah. What do you call your your privates? Like when you say like you know beat up that whatever it is. Like what do you call it? Beat it up. What is yeah, it? Or whatever. Whatever you say. Like hey, beat it up. This is the Jersey Shore. I left for a reason. If you're dirty talking, I I wouldn't be like, you know, like make sweet love to my whatever like, you call it. Well, I wouldn't make, be like punch me square in the pussy. You know? No, no. Oh, it's pussy. That's what I want to know. Is that what you're calling pussy. it? Like put it in my pussy? It's pussy. Ugh. pussy. Ugh. Okay. I just it, who says vajaj or whatever? No, nobody. Some, some dirty girls say the C word. Oh, no. That's yeah. more of a, like an, a fun insult. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Look how awake Mike is now when he's talking about fucking 29 year old vajaj. <laughs> the widest his eyes have ever opened. <laughs> I got some stuff from the chat. Uh, it feels crumb bum. It feels like two dads asking their daughter about sex. Uh, <laughs> Real what happened, to Gary, talk energy. What? what happened to Gary Gullman, Gab? Somebody wants to know. He is coming on next week. Oh, great. There yeah. you go. So, But I, I am so happy. Brett was so good. This was a great show tonight, Mike. He was great. He's awesome. Um, Lou said, should Bobby be smoking with COVID? I don't know if I have COVID. I got my test just because I have Mike doesn't mean I have COVID. Uh, Johnny uh, said, uh, we're too fat to hug each other. <laughs> Not true. Um, Crumbum says, need more $10 subscribers. You guys can, uh, you guys, you don't have to you can give whatever you want. Uh, it's up to you each month. Uh, five is the minimum. Uh, the JAG, what is it? Uh, what is this? Here we go. Ask, what does this say? Ask Calter about lasagna eyes. Uh, my, my Pete Davidson lasagna eyes that I have. I call them butthole eyes. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I got to make you big. Let me see your eyes. Yeah. What? What is that called? That's actually, I knew a girl back in uh, third grade, really pretty girl had those little bags under her eyes. It's like yeah, these an, are called morning show eyes. They're called getting up at four o'clock in the morning every day. Brett no, but it's, a, it's actually a thing. He texted you. Yeah. What he texted you? It's a thank you, but it's a little flirty. Let's hear it. It says, thanks again. It was very nice meeting you on Zoom, LOL. That's not a flirt. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. If a grown man sends you LOL, and those are two separate text messages. Thanks again. It was very nice meeting you. Send on Zoom, LOL, send. That's a flirty text. That's a I want to fuck you text. <laughs> True story. By the way, for the record, I'm only I'm only skeevy to Gabby on this show because I've texted you before and I've never LOL'd you, at least not like that. Not even once. Yeah. Oh, that I'm makes never, me happy. I've never sent you a picture of my penis and went, oh, I'm sorry, that was the wrong person. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you sent me a picture of your penis, I would send it immediately to Bobby and then I'd project it immediately on this show. I would, I would, oh, immediately, I would make it T-shirts. 
immediately. It would be a Calder and Kelly t-shirt. Yes. I I mean, all right, let's do that tonight. I'll do it tonight. I'll send it tonight. Well, I don't know. I feel like you were asking for it. No, <laughs> no, that's not how that works. But nice try. I feel I like mean, you were like, oh, let's do this. Bluff we have, right there is what we have a marketing plan. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to take him 45 minutes to get it ready. <laughs> no, it's not true. I have the readiness of a 12-year-old. Who's going to take what? the photo? Yeah, the 12-year-old helped take the picture. Oh, God. No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to take the photo? Who? You can't see it. Oh, of course I can. What do you think? Not only am I going to take it, but I will take it from an angle where it'll look great. Like, you know, you can take a picture of Derek and that's lower. Yeah. Listen, like, you know, no, when those people, no good angle. No girl wants oh, a dick pic. No, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You know, when you uh, see people that go to Italy and they take pictures of the leaning tower and they're always like, oh, that's the kind of angle I get. It's going to look you fantastic. Put a, you put a quarter next to it so it looks bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Well, this is the uh, this is the night that they take down fucking the Mike Calta and the Calder and Kelly show, and this <laughs> fucking woke elf takes you out on fucking social media. She's practically begging me to send her a picture of my penis. Everybody heard it. <laughs> write an article so fast. I have a template already ready. I just have to input your name, baby. Dear woke world, it was way better than I ever expected. Crumb. <laughs> Crumbum, Crumbum said you are the uh, Jersey 35 is accurate. Thank you. Can we please vote? Put up a, a thing. Uh, is Gabby between one and a 10? What this is, is Gabby? Sexist. That's a sexist thing to do is to put up a vote of if I'm hot or not. She's 100 percent right. We should first have you try on different outfits. <laughs> levels of hot. You to put that in perspective, Crumbum will also buy a call to cock tea, So. Yeah, look. Somebody says, Grumbum says, wait, I LOL to my mom. So- <laughs> <laughs> can I explain? Can I explain, Gabby? You yeah. and I, in reality, you and I are too old to be attracted to Gabby. I could look at her and I could say she's she's adorable. She's pretty. And like if I had a young friend, I would say, yeah, she's hot. You like, you'll like her. But you and I look at her and we're like, she's a kid. So we can't see her as no, an, no, literally she know. does make me big. The fuck is wrong with you? Listen, she does nothing for me. Her mouth is too big. Her <laughs> hair is too long. Her fucking, she gets blotchy in the winter. It's fucking listen. But yeah, it's just nothing for me. Nothing. She's the type of girl you meet at a bar and be like, oh, this is the one. And you wake up the next day in sunlight. You're like, fuck. Literally, I hope you kill yourself tonight. That's a horrible thing to say. <laughs> How dare you? I'm kidding, Gabby. I was actually going to compliment you tonight that you look so beautiful tonight. Thank you. And just so you know, people call me tens all over the world. You're not a 10. You're a fucking, I'll give you a seven. A There's, seven? Yeah, you're a 10 in Norway. I'm calling Dawn and I'm complaining. In I'm Norway, she looks like you're right now. He's a four in Norway. Are you kidding me? There's no way you're a 10 in America. What are you nuts? You're a 10 in 1975. You're a 10. Maybe in that movie, A Laser Blast. <laughs> Bobby just called me a sex. Here you go. See what I'm saying, Mike? She'll rat you out in a fucking second. She'll rat you out. 100%. Oh, she doesn't care. She is. Yeah, there's laser blast. That's Gabby right there. Well, when you compare Gabby to that, she looks gorgeous. Uh, Gabby's. I'm kidding. I didn't text Dawn, but I thought about it and I typed it out and then I deleted it. Good. Um, You can text my (laughs) wife. Make me small again. This is offensive. 
Just go small. It's up to you. No, it's not. Well, it you're. Here it is. <laughs> Twenty-one-year-old here. Gabby is eight out of uh, eight, if not a nine. She <laughs> yeah, the fuck. She has great skin, nice hair, won't age. All right. First of all, here's the problem. People don't think she's going to age. I'm telling you right now. She looks good now, but when she hits around fucking thirty-eight, she's going to look like. She's going to look like Jan Michael Vincent. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. You have to see my dad. He looks so young and we have the same face. If anything, I'm going to look like a good looking man when I'm 38. How old is your dad? 57. Yeah, he looks good. He looks really good. I'm going to be skinny and hot forever, honey. Now we'll see you fucking vegan. We'll see. All right. Um, all right, man. This is a fun one tonight, Brett. I had a good time. I like Brett a lot. Really good guy. I like uh, Gabby. Thank you. You you didn't like Brett? Oh no, no. I like Brett a lot. I thought he was great. By He's the way, I, when you're talking or when Brett's talking and I'm just looking and paying attention, that's when you always think I'm falling asleep. It's just because I'm looking at the person talking. I get roped into their their what they're saying. Oh well, this is what I see when I look down sometimes. Yeah, but I, I look because they're in the boxes and look at me. Look at me from this is me looking at you. Hey, oh, I thought you were dead. This is me looking at you, right? And then Brett was talking, and then this is me looking at Brett. Huh. I, he was I in the bottom I, left. I, I talked to the guys today. I talked to the guys today about uh, an Adorama about fucking getting, um, getting uh, some type of package for you. I looked at a camera today for you so that you, cause I said, look at Mike, it needs a camera. He needs a fucking hookup for a studio. So they're, uh, they're on it. They're looking into it now. These are guys who are the shit. So I, I got it. Um, so anyways, all right, well, listen, this has been a great, great fucking show. Um, oh, last night, by the way, anybody who was listening, Mike did send me a pitch, uh, Literally, as I was about to eat a salad, my wife made me. Mike sent me a oh, picture. Not in front of shit. Gabby. You can't talk about this. This is not what? for Gabby's ears. What? You uh, said where dead? the jizz was on her face. <laughs> that was hot. a joke. It was not there. It didn't make it all the way there. I, I'm going to throw up. Are you saying he just dribbles? Oh, God. He no, dribbles that's out. Like that's not a shooter. That's far to your face. Oh. Just get, what did he send you a picture of? Some oh, no, no, no. You missed the whole, it, I led up to it and it's too gross for her. I wouldn't do this in front of a girl. All right, guys. What is it? A big fucking picture of his doogie, his, his Corona shit. Horrible. Well, I've, never, I've never done that before, but before we started the show, I all of a sudden I felt like I had to go. So the entire show I was suffering and then Burke Kreischer <laughs> called me during the show and asked me to go on Two Bears, One Cave with him and Tom Segura. And I told Bobby that. And then I wanted to wrap it up at eight o'clock so that I can go finally poop after an hour. And he thought I was ending early so I can go on Two Bears, One Cave. And I well, did. There was more I, proof. And then, but here's the thing is it, 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 it looked like it was in the, it was, oh God, I'm looking at it right now. It's, how, oh, come why? on. How did it wind up on the edge? I mean, it's I'm a healthy massive. now. I'm eating healthy, so it just oh. it looks like it. It looks like my salad that I was about to eat. It was like it the did. same, the same bowl. He ruined my salad. <laughs> his Corona shit that he sent me. Terrible. You showed your wife? No, I'm not a fucking savage. Well, I figured if you were eating, and you'd be like, "Oh, look what he just sent me." No, my wife. If I showed that to my wife, she would fucking 
punch me in the head. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, don't literally. show her. Don't show her my dick pic tonight. I would never show it, but dude, I could just show. I bet your dick looks exactly like my dick. Can we take pictures of our dicks and put them up and like Gabby pick it? Which one's mine? Which one's yours? Bushes? No. No. Why are you afraid of dicks? Look at I'm that. I'm not picture. afraid of dicks. I'm afraid of your dicks. Why? Gabby, Why are you afraid the, of our dicks? Look at the picture of the aliens. That's what our dicks look like. I look like that. That blue alien so much. It's like it's like almost distracting. <laughs> I told you that. That's what you look like. Oh, I hope one of my listeners puts the wig on the, one of the aliens. I'm telling you, that's what she looks like. She's a fucking it. But it's like the blue one a lot. Yeah, the blue one. Yes, absolutely. You are a laser blast 10. Spe- <laughs> <laughs> I just came in for that last part. What happened? All right. Well, listen, yeah, we uh, we should wrap this up. Um, Michael. I hope you feel better. I hope this is the uh, most Corona you feel. And uh-huh. then uh, I hope that uh, I don't get it. I hope I have the antibodies and I already had it and I'm fine. So I hope so too. Uh, and uh, Gabby. Yeah. It was a pleasure having you on tonight. Thank you for getting that great guest. Thank you for uh, everything. Ugh. Um, you think we should ma- let Mike read our script? Yeah, well, when we finish the second draft. Second draft. Will you, read it? Will you read it, Mike? You guys need me to punch anything up? Maybe. It's pretty yeah. punched up, though. It's pretty yeah. good. I'd love to read it. Did you let your dad read it yet? No. Yeah, you're going to let your dad read it? I will, but he's not good at reading stuff. <laughs> what? He wrote like, a fucking musical. He's on Broadway. He's. What are you talking about? Can we score it? No, he's just like, like he does musicals. Yeah, he's a genius. I know he's a genius, but it's just different. He needs to like see it. Yeah, we all need to fucking see it. I need to. I mean, all right, whatever. You don't want to let your dad read it. No, I'll send it to him. But I'm gonna. I'm telling you, it's gonna take him one calendar month to read the whole thing, (laughs) and then he's gonna be like, "I'm so proud of you." And I'm like, "No, it's nothing." And he's gonna be go. He's gonna be like, "I laughed." You should put it in the middle. You should put, Dad, you fucking cocksucker. I know you didn't read this. No, he'll, that, I'm saying he will read it. It will take right. so long and he'll have zero notes other than I laughed. We need to do, we need to put that to the test. Okay. Put that to the test. That would be great. If she comes back in a month and goes, he read it, he said, I'm so proud. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. I tell my dad any accomplishment. He goes, of course he did. I go, that's it. And he's like, yep. And I'm like, that's it. Nothing. Mush, do you wish you had that? Had what? A father that went, of course you did. did. Uh, The one that didn't fall off a roof and die. Yes. (laughs) Is that what happened to your dad? Yeah, he's dead. He was very supportive. He's just not here anymore. He fell well, there wasn't much support on the roof. What, what did he, how did he fall? He, he made a heart attack and fell off the roof. Oh, how high up was he? Uh, huh? How high up? He was only, it's only a one story house. I didn't know it was your house. I thought maybe it was a roofer. Oh, no. He was, Why was he on the roof? Just fixing the roof. He wasn't supposed to, but he wanted to do it himself. Was he old? He was like in his late 40s. Oh, I was 18, oh. so it was a while ago. Oh, my gosh. Mother. I wonder why you're the way you are. 
horrible. Mush, if you were, if you were here right now, I'd give you a hug. Oh, thank you. And yeah. then yell at you for hugging him. If you were here, <laughs> I would ask you to fix some stuff on my roof. Way too high. It's Christ. Mike. I want him to get over his fears. I'm I'm not afraid of roofs. No, his father was. That's why he had a heart attack. That's probably more the heart attack than the roof. Jeez, I never knew that, Mike. I'm sorry. Where is he buried? Is he buried out in San Antonio? Yeah, and I I told you before. So wow, oh but God, the, but after this conversation with Brett Ernst, I don't, I do not blame you sir, for not remembering. Yeah. Bobby doesn't remember anything. He accused me of asking Bill Burr about his sex life. <laughs> I apologize. You think, I was wrong. A cunt? <laughs> you think Bill Burr's a cunt? No, he was cunty to me the other night. Say something. If you listen to the podcast, dude, he was he's that's just Billy. Everything I said, he went. Ah, Bobby. He said, you know what I mean? Yeah, he acknowledged you. No, but he but he would go, nah, that's not it. Or this is this and that, that. I mean, that's just Billy. He's and then I would say like something, that. he'd go, yeah, I would say something, he'd go, huh? Eh? Eh? Well, that's his that's his vibe. Is yeah, it cunt? I, it's cunty vibe. Oh, yeah, I think he's a great comedian. Fun <laughs> to talk to. All right, well, we got to get over. We got to move past it, shall I'm, we? I'm past it. I'm good. Cool. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you loved it. <laughs> yeah, this time you guys just stopped without turning off your cameras, unlike last week where you both just left. Where we ended it. Well, I have a podcast called Unabashed Podcast if you want to check that out. And you could follow me on Instagram at Gabby is Brian and on Twitter at Gabby is Brian. Um, I hope you guys love the show. We're back every single night. Calton Kelly, 7 p.m. You look like a plain yogurt. <laughs> You're a real bitch. <laughs> and <laughs> your own damn show what we couldn't hear you Bobby what you can't hear me no because your mic cuts out when somebody else talks my mic cuts out when somebody else talks and then it takes a second for it to clear up why why does that happen I don't know but it didn't happen last week stop having guys come over and fix your mic is that it really happening yeah like now you're crystal clear but when somebody talks, when I talk over you now like this. You get why well, would you talk over me? Well, I was trying to show you. I was trying to give you an example. So I if I'm like talking right now, you cut me off. Oh, uh, no, it just fixed. No, it's like a second as you start talking. So if uh, I'm talking right now and Mike, you start talking while I'm talking, I start talking right now, talking that it, yeah. it cuts me off. Yeah, not really. It's, there's like a gate on your mic. That's what it's because of your you're processor. No, you're yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> It's roofs that I'm afraid of, not gates. Cool. <laughs> Mush, what do you got? I have this podcast and the Comedy Cellar podcast, and that is it. <laughs> so oh, what At Mike V. Suarez got fired from Hyenas. Why? Oof. They said they weren't making enough money. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway. You, you know they have 3,000 subscribers. 10 grand a month they're making. Over 10 grand a month, and they let Mush go. <laughs> what? Kid's been waking up at fucking five o'clock in the morning for two months to do their WEPA show five days a week, right? Every morning. Every morning he's waking up at the crack of foot, sitting there in front of a computer like a morning show, getting paid fucking $10 a show, and they douched him. That's shocking. 
Yeah. Well, ever since, ever since they switched networks, they haven't been the same. What are you going to do? Um, you always have a home here as long as you don't fuck up constantly. <laughs> I actually think him fucking up is what's keeping him here. Why? You tell me. Still here. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Chrissy D. Yeah. Is coming to Tampa. Yeah, he's coming to Tampa. Very funny. Probably have him on our show so we can promote that. Let's do that. Let's have him on the Calter and Kelly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Since I don't yeah, really what? have the opportunity to have him on the radio show. Is he going to be on? Uh, when's he coming on? When? I think it's next week. All right, cool. Let's have him on next week. Right on. Right on, Popcorn. Mike, you always have a home here. Gabby, you are definitely, I mean, everybody's saying you're a fucking, oh my God. Erica says Gabby is hot. She's beautiful. Huge smile. Everybody loves fucking Gabby. Like a vanilla cone. Yeah, she really is. Soft serve. Yes. They make $27,000 a month. Who? The uh, hyenas? Yeah, they make $27,000 a month. Mike, Mush, what were you charging? Fucking five grand a, um, a week? <laughs> Why'd they fight you? What the fuck? What's Venezia again? What's that? What's Venezia again? <laughs> She's got to be getting five grand a month, right? Or a couple grand a month? I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I just tooted. Um, all right. I got to go. I got to go play a fucking game. I gotta get my dick pic. Get ready to go to Gabby. Nope. Add uh, Gabby is Brian. Dick pic uh, coming. Okay. Well, tag me. Um, I'm gonna go have sex. More sex. So with who? With my boyfriend. You said he, he left. I'm sleeping at his house. Uh, you gonna sleep in a tattoo place? Does he have rubber gloves, like latex gloves? Do you guys? No. What is wrong? Well, with he does. He do lettering. Yeah, he does everything. He's very successful. Okay, whatever. Can he do my? Uh, I want to get Maximus on me. Can yeah, he do my? He can do that. Will you ask him tonight in the middle of fucking? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, can, wait, you wait. Plug, can you plug wait. his place where he works or no? Yeah, he works at Smith Street Tattoo Parlor in Carroll Gardens in Brooklyn. Very famous shop. Amazing what, shop. What street's it on? <laughs> oh my God. Comedy right. never ends. Comedy never ends on Cotter and Kelly. Neither is the coronavirus. Next week, we find out uh, if Bobby Kelly has corona, if Mike Calta has taken out his number one best friend. Uh, and also, uh, we have Gary Gelman next week. Tomorrow night, I believe it's just me and Mike. Uh, we're going to fucking... <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I'm just getting ready to go. <laughs> but you know... <laughs> Mush push stuff. You've been listening to the YKWD podcast. Thanks for listening. Now go back to your shitty jobs. Shitty jobs.